You are listening live. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, second Charo City podcast, to be named later. Uh, this is Chris Baldus, the editor of the Charo City Press. Uh, I'm here around the table with outdoors education writer Amy Heller. Fan of pheasants. Sports editor Ryan Cromberg. Shalom. Staff writer Serena Reinhardt. And Mitchell Hansen, who was duped into thinking that they started recording without me. <laughs> I guess I'm just gullible or yes. cruel. Either way, hello. I, I would say that, I would say that we're cruel. I, you know, well, actually, in the in the journalism class textbook yeah. that I that I currently am reading, um, they said that one of the myths about male reporters and editors is that they are surly. Uh, unkind, cruel, manipulative people who will ruin lives to get a good story. Maybe well, that's, that's just you so that fits that description. Do we all fit that bill, or, or is that just me? <laughs> just you, Mitchell. Oh, okay. Chris Maybe. and Ryan are all right. <laughs> We're going to move on, and our topics today. First will be the proposal by uh, Rob Pittman to get a climbing boulder in uh, Riverfront Park. And uh, then we'll also talk about the uh, the high school production of Footloose that's coming up, and then we'll end with uh, with just some chatter from uh, from each one of the panelists here. So let's go right over to Serena. Tell us about the Boulder. Yeah, so I attended the Parks and Rec meeting uh, last week, and Rob Pittman, who is a um, high school teacher, proposed um, building a Boulder. He'd been um, to some Boulder parks in California and. Um, I think Wyoming, and he said his kids really loved them, he loved them, and he thought Charles City would be a perfect place for him. And so he mentioned a few locations, but thought that the riverfront was the best place for it. And these boulders are basically a man-made rock, and they're about 10 feet tall, and you just climb them. That's pretty much it. It's got the little handholds all over it. Mm-hmm, yep, Does and it... they just have a soft surface below it. So, so will they need a harness? Oh, and rope, and the works, and a spotter, and all of that? You just climb. You don't need so anything. It's not a rock climbing wall. No, it's, it's a just, boulder. So, like a jungle gym, except a rock. Per, th- yes. The, okay. the surface underneath, uh, did they talk much about what the surface underneath would be? Not really. They just said something soft. <laughs> something soft. Okay, not something spongy, so when you fall off, you boing. Well, I'm thinking, <laughs> when, I, when I think soft, I think of those, um, the floor routine texture for gymnastic girls like, like a that. wrestling mat sort of yeah thing? like a wrestling okay. mat which is soft and that it won't break you or cause you to bleed but it's not so soft that if you fall you'll get winded the uh no no i don't want to sound like a i am i'm having fun with this, this topic but i don't i think it's a good idea i think i think it's it's a nifty idea it's a, it sounds like an expensive idea we'll have to do some how much did they think it was going to cost well yeah it depends on how tall it was but it's going to cost around a hundred thousand they think and so, yeah, Pittman said he's willing to write grants for this. I think it sounds like a blast. I would love it. Is it just for children? No, I don't think like, so. Okay, think if you're six feet tall and you're climbing a ten-foot thing. But it's a boulder. Steps, you're, you're at the top. So it'll well, curve at the top. And it could have a, climb different sides of it. There could be yeah, different shapes. Different, you know, one, one side could be a lot more steeper than another and... Well, like a regular rock wall, you have different routes up the wall that are easier or harder depending on the holds available to you. So they could, it could be a difficult boulder to climb. I was watching uh, over the Labor Day weekend American Ninja. 
and uh, <laughs> yep. there was it, it's kind of they go through this this course and they're climbing you know up uh, like a big half moon ladder kind of thing and there's these handholds and uh, the person that I watched do it just went through like nothing and apparently he was a, a rock climber and you know they do those little cutout uh, you know profiles of the person and they showed him you know practicing on what looked like a big old boulder. I'm wondering if that could be one of the. I mean, maybe it was a really big one, but he's from out in Colorado, and you know. So I, I suppose if you're into rock climbing and you just want to go out and get a workout, it doesn't matter how high you are off the ground. You know, you're pulling yourself around with your arms and such, and that's how the guy went through the course. It's all arms. You know, so this town impressive. could be producing the next generation of American ninjas. Yeah, we know, could by providing produce. this resource to oh, them. Uh-huh. You know, who's to say where it's going to end? I think it would be a fun way. You said it was Riverfront Park. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a fun way to get more people down there because not everybody owns a kayak. You would literally need nothing to climb a boulder. Just fingers and monkey toes. <laughs> and good shoulders. Well, there's, um, you know, I'll say this for Mr. Pittman. He does an awful lot of good things for, for this community. I mean, last year he brought in that Macbeth production. For uh, for the drama club, that was really um, something. Uh, he's involved in a number of boards and other edu- uh, agencies and stuff. So um, this isn't this isn't a fly by night kind of thing. I mean, he's I think it's a, it's a serious thing. It'd be cool if we went uh, went uh, got along with it. What other kind of things could you see? You know, just just be fanciful here. Uh, could you see possibly putting on our riverfront zip line? Zip line. Zip line. We would really like yeah. a zip line. I've thought of the zip line. A zip line. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Ryan and I would like a micro. <laughs> group hub. Yeah. It would be a perfect location. You have your patio overlooking the river yeah. and the yeah. kayak course. I was thinking more in terms of physical recreation. Yeah, yep. I was kind of thinking about um, that, too. Microbrewery is wonderful. No, but I'm thinking a microbrew would be a perfect enhancement for the riverfront. Those things, add a, it's a quality of life thing. It could draw people from other towns. I know what? Northwood has a microbrew, and it draws from all over mm-hmm. the... Uh, the region. People go up to Northwood just to go drink the beers up there. If we hop backwards to the zip line, have any of you guys been on a zip line? Yes. yes. Sort of one yeah. in Kansas City. I've been, I've been on one where you have to climb up a rock wall to get to the zip line. So, so that would be It could cool. go off our boulder. Climb yeah. to the top of the boulder, hop on the zip line. We are really talking American The zip line <laughs> runs across the river right to the microbrew pat- patio. <laughs> you know what might it's be neat? Although a little expensive. A slide that you slid down, then you would walk under a tunnel underneath the river, and then you have to climb up out. That would be very expensive. So, like, so, if you go to the zoo and you watch the polar bears, it'd be like that. But you would like be on a slide, and you'd slide so, underneath all the little fish. Well, could, while we have polar bears, well, I don't think you could get them to move here. While we're at subterranean tunnels, you know, why don't we add a, uh, a zoo? And uh, monorail, and uh, monorail. I don't, I don't think there's room for a monorail. Yeah, and zoos I'm, can get noisy. I'm I don't trying like to apes. see when we're going to rein in the ideas. Oh, I guess no. is what I'm throwing out there. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, 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 it's the lovely mythical town of Springfield that can build a monorail. Charles City can build a monorail. I'm glad you got the reference. <laughs> With the old Simpsons monorail. <laughs> monorail from Aromas to McDonald's. <laughs> there we go. Hook me up. Now to Plaza Mexico. Um, you know, Quad Cities at, at their ballpark, uh, the minor league ballpark, they put a uh, right on the riverfront a Ferris wheel. We I can, can see do that. a. We could, we could compete with London. You know, Ferris yes. wheel by the river. Chicago's Navy Pier. 
I think we could do that. I'm trying to remember what's at the Navy Pier. A really high price tours. Yeah. Um, I think a tilt a whirl. Oh, those swing things on the chains. Oh yeah. Swing set. No. <laughs> no, it no, goes no, around in circles. Oh, oh your circle. hair okay. Then the massive Ferris wheel, the and then bean. of course those um, the character bean. cartoonists. Oh yes, the bean and the bean. Is that that's on the, the Navy that's pier? Not on the pier. That's no. in the park. But, oh, that's in Grand Park. But stuff. the bean, the bean would be cool. We need a bean, a, a kernel. No. A yeah. kernel. What we need is for our climbing boulder to be made of similar <laughs> material, so that way it reflects as you're climbing up it. Oh, okay. That might get a little hot. Yeah, when the sun hits Descri- it, I don't <laughs> think you're going to be able to see where you're going. Describe the bean real quick. It's kind of a half... It looks like a kidney bean, and it's a silver chrome type sculpture, and it over-reflects downtown and the lakefront. It's a very, very popular tourist attraction in downtown Chicago. So it also distorts your face beach. when you stand underneath it. Okay. Like, like a funhouse mirror? Haven't yes. we made you Google it? Yes, you were going on a spiel about the bean once, and <laughs> I didn't really see the artistic But merit. instead of so having a bean, we should have a kernel of upside-down kernel of corn. I went to an art museum once where the guy did a whole bunch of glass sculptures. It was a blowing glass sculpture thing, and he made these corn cobs that were like three feet tall, and they were hanging from bungee cords off of the ceiling. And so, of course, we're walking around in here, and I've got my kids who I think are at the time like six, the, the triplets, and one of them walks over there and says, it's really cool, and he grabbed the corn and he pulled it down, and it went boing! Thankfully, it did not crash back down to the bottom. Maybe we shouldn't have one of those kind of things on the riverfront, but Maybe but not. corn can be very artistic and fun. And with this town's history with agriculture, having built the first combine... So now we're going to compete with Chicago's Navy Pier and the Mitchell Corn Palace. Why not? In South Dakota. I have yeah. a corn palace? In South Dakota. Yep. The you exter- have a whole town. It's called Mitchell. inheritance. The, <laughs> the exterior of the uh, Mitchell... Basketball arena is made of corn and corn products. Hmm. It's you know the the ones. the art around this town is is already kind of neat. I mean, I like the buried bicycle over there. I like the the strewn chairs. The We're gonna get the, the dinosaurs. We're gonna get the uh, the the bridge. the bridge sculpture over here, which is gonna be kind of interesting to look at. Um, and uh, they're gonna do some nice uh, improvements over there on that Victory Park as well. Um, but yeah, now we need a big shiny Kernel vegetable of, of some sort. Kernel of corn, baby. Kabarabi. Kalarabi. Mitchell. Kalarabi. Kalarabi. Not Kabarabi. Is it is it Zosa or Zulu in its origin? Next topic. It's All radish right. in its origin. Our next our next topic Blimey. is the pronunciation of strange vegetables that we've known, <laughs> learned only And their linguistic origin. There we go. Um, actually, Blimey. let's talk, let's talk a little bit about the upcoming uh, pr- production of Footloose at the, at the high school. They uh, sound like they're pretty excited uh, about doing this. Um, Never say Mitchell. the kids don't pay attention to what their parents watch and listen to, because all of those kids between fourteen and eighteen mm-hmm. were going on about Footloose like it came out last summer. Well, it did. Well, that was the new one, and these kids are referring to the 80s one. The like, original. That's, yes. Well, that's They're good. psyched because they love the original. I heard Kevin Bacon's name thrown out countless times. That's because everybody loves bacon. Well. The, uh, the, the, the remake of the movie, um, I don't know if it was last year, but uh, more, more recently, I, when that first came out, I, it was kind of like, why? I mean, it was, 
It was nice. It was a good movie, but it was it, it Footloose is pretty timeless. Agreed. You know, and yet, it's so timely to when it came out. I mean, it's a cultural touchstone of the '80s. I saw the remake, and I was a huge original Footloose fan. My ringtone is Footloose. When I wake up in the morning, it's too. I forget which Footloose song, but I have like the soundtrack memorized and the lines yeah. memorized. I'm waiting for a hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Let's hear it for the boy. Here for the book. Uh, yes. But the new movie I really liked because it was bringing a classic that I loved and is too old for me, actually, to, truth be told, into a setting for new people to enjoy as well. Yeah. And I thought it was a nice way because they didn't try to be the old Footloose. It was its own Footloose. I think they were not really comparable. Okay, so what is this play going to do? That's an excellent question. I am going to preface this by saying... I've never seen either versions of the movie. What? You've spoiled oh the my gosh. child. Wow, the vibes in this room change. <laughs> I've never seen either Footloose movie. I know the songs. I know, I know the story. Mm-hmm. I've just never got around to watching it. I really don't know why. But, to answer your question, what are they going to do with, you know, with, with the stage <laughs> adaptation? And it's going to be very interesting to see... That's about all I have to say, because, well, it, are they playing high schoolers in the movie? Like they're, yeah, they're yes. in high school. Okay, but in movies, high schoolers are typically played by Kevin Bacon, thirty-year-old, year old Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So I mean, this is going to be actual high schoolers, but that's not the problem. The problem is with some of the car scenes or uh, warehouse scenes of that nature, because you're not, you don't have a warehouse, and you're not going to have moving vehicles. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that that was one scene in in Footloose that didn't quite didn't never quite made sense to me, but it was, it was fun to watch. I mean, here, okay, he, Kevin Bacon's all yeah. upset, and so he goes to a warehouse which has a whole bunch of hanging chains all over the place. He's doing gymnastics and flipping and flopping around. He's grabbing the chains. He's swinging around. Mm-hmm. He screams, and uh, and of course his future girlfriend is there all watching it, and she claps her hands after, and, and then he's then suddenly he's embarrassed, uh, but. You know, how, I don't know exactly what that was doing in the movie. You know? Yeah, that was also my least favorite scene, which is why I liked the new movie, because they omitted that weirdness. <laughs> he's, like, frustrated because he can't dance in town, so, so he just, he's just going to go dance. Yeah. So somebody, so somebody in, in like Charles City is going to swing, uh, I, I, well, I, I can't. Well, yeah. yeah. What I movie guess, script's different than the original play script? I guess what you are hearing from your counterparts, and correct me if I'm wrong, is we would like to have an in-depth insider interview with the stage people and the choreographers to see how they're going to adapt this loved movie to a play in a way that people don't look and go, well, that's not how they did it in the movie. I think that was, that was a concern that I heard even from the kids at the, at the drama meeting last week because they seem to know the movie inside out and there's almost like this, this sense of blasphemy, like... How are we going to do this in a way that competes with the beloved movie? So well, you might be you. <laughs> we might be overstating the importance of this of this movie. <laughs> no, um, no, it's fun. We like it. it. It's good, but you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> blasphemy. Might be a little too strong of a word. <laughs> you know, I, I can't decide if I want to watch the film before I see the high school's production. At this point in your life, you should probably wait. That's what I'm thinking, you know, because this way I can look at their interpretation 
and and then I can watch the movie and see what the fuss is about. This script, this movie, this topic is made for high schoolers to. Yeah. It'll be so fun for the high schoolers backstage. Right. I mean, I can just picture all the backstage antics and the songs and the dancing yeah. that they add that will never get out on stage. But and part I, of making those memories. A part of me really wishes I, you know, I'm only two years out of high school. I, I wish I could have been part of this because I was only in one musical when I was in high school and it was sort of a fairy tale thing it was like the princess and the pea musical see now you're story. see now of course because you're two years out of high school you're old and so now you can be uh, you could be the, the the grumpy old preacher the, oh in, in the show yeah in or, the show <laughs> when is the uh, production of Footloose going to be happening the production will be it's at the start of November I want to say it's like the first Thursday, Friday, Saturday in November. The week okay. after Halloween, because Halloween, I believe, is on a Friday this year. Yes. So that would be correct. Seven. And then they'll, they'll do their usual middle school matinee, I think, Wednesday or Thursday afternoon. Okay. I'm really looking forward to seeing it, though. I, I guarantee the exuberance and fun that they're having on stage will carry on over to the audience. And, and who knows? Maybe we'll be dancing in the aisles in the auditorium. That's illegal. Fire hazard? Not here. No. <laughs> You'd get the reference if you watched ah, the movie. Stop slinging these. On that note, uh, let's move on to uh, just uh, some table chatter here. We'll just go around the table. At, you know, what is something, you know, maybe that you, you've covered or you've noticed or just something that's been on your mind uh, that you can touch on that uh, you might bring up in chattering amongst friends? Well, I guess this is going to sound kind of crazy, but Serena and I have been making it a work date to go to the farmer's market every Wednesday. And that has been just overly enjoyable, not because we get to, like, chit-chat for a block and a half, but it's so fun, like, watching everything grow. And today I just got to go to an apple orchard where I used to work at an apple orchard in high school, so I know a little bit about making an apple grow, not enough to do anything worthwhile, but a little. It's just, it's nice seeing things come out of the earth and you can eat it. And that's, like, the season we've been in. You know, those, if you're taking them out of the earth, those might be potatoes. Oh, no, I don't dig. Well, we got first fall sports season is officially underway. Area teams went 2-2 uh, two and two on opening night. Yeah, Comets uh, won on the first first time on opening night in several seasons. And, uh, what time did that game end? It was almost 11.30. Did it go into oh, overtime? No. It, was an it hour started and a half, in overtime. An hour and a half oh. rain delay. Oh, no. Kickoff was uh, after 9 o'clock Friday night. Uh, there was a handful of games uh, down southeast here over towards uh, Dubuque and the Quad Cities that uh, did get postponed to Saturday because of um, so the, uh, Nashua uh, did get their name in up at uh, up in Manly against Central Springs, but uh, not before uh, completely destroying Central Springs' field. Uh, which means this week... This means this week uh, they have moved the North Butler Central Springs game from Manly to Norris Springs uh, because of the field conditions in Manly are just... I haven't seen the pictures but just from when I left at halftime to head to the Osage Charles City game, I can imagine how bad it was getting in the second half mm -hmm. as the first half was played in an absolute monsoon. Mm -hmm. But to get started for Nashville playing field, they looked... They looked every bit like the team they thought they would be. Ran for uh, 346 yards, I believe. Just an absolutely terrible condition. You know, so so I was I was down taking pictures at North Butler, and uh, you know they they were delayed by the rain too, and so everything's pretty moist. 
Then in the game, I, I swear, there was, maybe there were two catches made in the whole game. They kept trying. But the, uh, the West Fork coach kept calling out to his... Uh, out to his quarterback, take something off, take something off, because he's zinging this thing, and it's just, <laughs> just yeah. going right through his people. It's hard to do with, so. a, with a slick, slick ball. Eh? Speaking of that, is there a way to catch a ball without crimpling your fingers to death? Yes. The last time I played catch, I had two jam fingers. Yes, but it's the diamond. That was the last time you played catch. <laughs> um, it, it, maybe two or three years ago. It also helps if you're not having Brett Favre throw to you. And then it you wasn't. Up. It was a Luther College football player. He wasn't that good. The uh, oh. well, the you, you want to make a diamond. You want your hands to be kind of close uh, where they are, and see the point would come right through the middle there. Oh, I and think so I had... then, and then your hands squeeze down like like spiders. Yep. If it's hitting your palm, right? If it hits your palm, it's bad. Yeah, you you you've messed up. It hit my fingers. Well. A rare occurrence is happening. I don't really have much to say about myself. No! Uh, so I'm going to instead switch it over to Serena. I'm going to say thank you, Serena, for, for providing us with such wonderful salsa dishes or, or whatever it is you call them here in the oh, office. Oh, yes, cowboy caviar. Cowboy caviar. You made cowboy caviar? Yes, this is the second time. It's a real treat. Oh, a real treat. What's, what's in it? What do you, how do you do this? Well, this is Amy's recipe, well, one of her friend's recipes, and... Just basically lots of beans and tomatoes and cilantro and all that good stuff. Okay. We it's call a, it salad on a chip. Salad <laughs> it on is a chip. healthy. It is. It's almost good for you. The only sauce you put on it is what? Italian dressing, which I don't know. That's yeah. healthy. So I'll eat about three bowls of that, and that'll balance <laughs> off the rest of the um, junk I eat through the rest of the week, right? Yeah. yeah. Cancels, cancels it out. You get all your veggies. There we go. In one chip. Oh, I, stay, I stay away from the Kabarabi. Kabarabi! <laughs> so we're going to end the, uh, the second podcast, which we still don't have a name for. The podcast to be named later. It is cast your vote. You know, maybe we should just go with the symbol, like... Uh, like Prince? Like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will design that symbol. Can we be the paper formerly known as Prince? <laughs> <laughs> the podcast formerly known as Prince. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, pulling us uh, down from iTunes or wherever you found us. Um, have a good week. Adios. Shalom.